Searching for a new job can be a full-time task in itself and often a lonely one too. So I'm on a journey to talk with other job seekers like me to find out how their searches are going, if they have any tips to help me and to talk about the funny and the frustrating in the world of video interviews. I'm Mark Daniels. This is Desperately Seeking Salary with Catherine Clark, the recruiter who recruited herself into hospitality and has now used videos on LinkedIn to secure her next job. Catherine, welcome to uh, welcome to well, Desperately Seeking Salary. Um, how are you? Yes, very well, thank you. Good. good. How good. are you? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Um, I went out. I went out for a walk before uh, before I sat down with you to do this recording, and my Google Home said to me that wind chill factor was minus three. So I sort of took her hat and gloves with me, and I got halfway out up the road, put on my first glove, and then I pulled on my left glove, which actually turned out to be another right hand glove. So uh, so that's uh, that's how my day has started. <laughs> Fingers crossed, it gets better. I'm in well, a nice warm house. So, well, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, the, the house is warm and um, and just as the day's going, is, you know, we've, we've had a couple of technical glitches getting this podcast going at the same time. So let's hope uh, <laughs> let's hope it, it, it let's hope it goes smoothly from here. So um, for the listeners, this is uh, this is my new podcast where I am talking to other people in the same situation as me, job seekers who are looking for their next role. Um, and with me today is Catherine Clark. So, Catherine, welcome to Desperately Seeking Salary. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Thank you for having me. Um, so I am a uh, business development manager slash key account, national account manager. I was made redundant like everybody else in this current scenario. Um, back yeah. my last day was the end of September. Um, so I've been in 13 sales, 13 years plus, started in recruitment and then went into recruiting myself into a field sales role in the coffee industry uh, where I've been for the most of my uh, working life then since. Excellent. So, so t- tell me about that first of all. So you recruited yourself into the, into the coffee industry? Yeah. So I used to recruit for a um, a coffee company. I did for about three years before I joined them in the sales side. Um, in fact, the production manager who I placed is still there now right. to this day, and some people in the warehouse. Um, so recruitment is a very uh, very unique role, um, yeah. and I wanted to get more out on the road, and so they came to me with a field sales. Um, role and I uh, recruited myself. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, the advice is it's, it's it's sometimes what you know rather than who you know. Then in that case, yeah, they had to pay <laughs> a fee for me to the recruitment. <laughs> <agency>. Really? <laughs> did you did you take commission out of your own recruitment? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I didn't get that one. Um, but yeah, so uh, that's quite amusing. Brilliant. Yeah. So so actually, um, you, you're in a, a a little bit of a unique situation for job seekers in terms of you know it from both sides. Then so absolutely. You know, yeah. in in my sort of search, and I'm I'm looking out um, uh, for my next role. What sort of tip could you give in terms of you know finding your way through the through the recruitment uh, minefield? I think it's it's a very different world that we're currently in. Um, yeah. Absolutely, because if you imagine now, you know, hiring managers now are getting hundreds and hundreds of CVs. Um, for the same role some are some are no good but they're putting them through this ATS system so one you've got to play the game and make yep. sure you know your CV has got the right words in there and then I, I suppose as well I know recruiters get a really bad name and some of them really do deserve the name that they get and having been in recruitment you kind of know the good the bad and the ugly with it really um, and so a lot of the recruiters who I've been dealing with who I've really enjoyed They've got to know me. And I think yeah. that's really, really important. Um, because how are they to sell me into a client 
if they don't know anything about me. Yeah. So there's, there's many recruiters that's contacted me that's just said, oh, yeah, can you send me your CV? Mm, that doesn't really work. You know, you, you, you're, just seeing, you're just seeing another piece of paper. So, you know, how, there's only so much you can put on that piece of paper. Yeah. So you want somebody to really get to know you. And so um, the recruiters that I've worked with personally have done just that. They've been thorough in their job, which is really important, I think, for anybody going forward. I think, And I think uh, that's brilliant because I think this is probably going to be a common theme that I find, especially when I'm talking to job seekers them, themselves, is the ATS. We'll, we'll Hopefully, if you don't mind, we'll touch on that for a, for a minute yeah. in a second. But um, the applicant tracking systems, they, I think they're going to come up in, in my conversations quite a lot. CVs are obviously going to come up in my conversation quite a lot. But I, I agree with you in terms of um, I've been seeking a role for four months now, and I've put a lot of applications in through through these automated systems. Um, and I've had a couple of applications in through recruitment agents. Now, the ones I've put in through the automated systems, I've barely had a, a, a reply from, let alone mm. God anywhere. That's gone. But the, I've got a great relationship with one, um, one recruitment agent. Um, and they, they have worked really closely with me, got me through to final stages in two interview, uh, two job interview sets at the moment. Sadly for me, still still seeking that next bit. I've got I've, I've always the bridesmaid, never the bride at, at the moment. But, <laughs> but it's definitely the relationship. Absolutely. Uh, and it's really important. It's something you can talk to, and you can really get on with because you want to feel that they're, you know, they're there for you and being able to do a good job for you. Yeah. The, the amount, I mean, rec- recruitment agents, they can charge a, a decent amount of money, but yeah. the, you know, the right person will earn that money, yeah. um, you know, for the work that they do and how thorough they are with dealing with that candidate and the candidate experience. So it's but about some, seeing the value in me to, absolutely. The, to, the, to yeah. the client. You know, I, I am, us job seekers, in effect, are their product. Yeah. Okay. So they should know their product to be able to sell that in to, to the customer, uh, to the client. And so it's, it's vitally important. There's so many that just, that just move CVs and you think you're charging however many percentage of somebody's salary just to move a CV. And it's just like, no, I'm not interested in working with somebody like that. And that's good. So that, that kind of brings me then to the applicant tracking systems themselves, these, these automated platforms. So if I go for an interview through a recruitment agent, they've already done a lot of the work to make sure I'm in front of the right people at the right time. Yeah. 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 But sometimes a role is coming up, whether I see it on LinkedIn or I see it through Indeed or another job board platform, and I can't find another. I can't find a way around that. So I've got to apply. What's what's my trick when I get there? So there is a um, there, there is a CV checker that you can put it through that kind of takes you through the ATS system. So yeah. you because it, it literally is just about changing a few words on your CV it's stupidly um from, from a sales point of view rather than say achieve achieved and right. it's just something so so simple to just change a word that can shoot your uh, CV higher in the scoring um through the ATS system and it's really um, as, it's really as minimal as 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 absolutely. doing that yeah and you know if you're in a sales role you want to make sure that you've got facts and figures in there yep. because that's what somebody wants to see um and so it's just it's a it's word and it's playing the word game and, and making sure that in the job that you're applying for in your CV, it's got the same words that's in the job that you're applying for. Cause that's how they, they will do it. Yeah. 
do I agree with the ATS system? I suppose if somebody's getting 500, 1,000 um, CVs, they have to do something yeah. um, to kind of uh, weed all that out. But um, yeah. But also, do you know, from a, from a recruitment point of view, I also took charge of my own destiny. Yeah. Okay. So I wasn't relying, I, I wasn't going to sit there and rely on just sending a CV out. Because your CV, like I said, you're, you're a piece of paper. They don't know you. They don't know anything. They just see your CV. Yeah. And there's only so much you can put on there. So that's when I decided to, that wasn't working. It, what, I was getting some interviews, but not a great deal. And I was applying for jobs that I could have done standing on my head and I wasn't getting anywhere. And it's like, okay, why am I not getting anywhere here? Um, so I decided to do the videos on LinkedIn. So again, it's playing the game on LinkedIn and making sure you're liking, you're commenting on people that you're interested in and just kind of being involved and being out there on LinkedIn. And then it led to me doing my videos and kind of, to some degree, showing a little bit of vulnerability because you're a human being. They want to be able to connect with you on yeah. a human level, okay? But also, I wanted them to see me. Uh, do you know, what am I passionate about? What do I like? What do I enjoy? And then it kind of puts the hiring manager then, um, they, they can kind of imagine you a little bit in their business. Yeah. So they, they become you. So let's, let's uh, so I'm going to sort of just jump forward a little bit because um, I obviously know the answer to this question, but has this approach been successful for you? Absolutely. Yes. And you've got uh, some good news, haven't you? Yes. So I start a new role on Monday. Yes. So that's, that's fantastic. So, so you've, you, you left in September and yes. what's that about two months? Well, I was furloughed since March. So I feel like I've, yeah. Yeah, I've had a lot of time off, but however, yeah, my last official day was the 30th of September. Yeah. Fantastic. And so you've, you've used the system, you've played the game and you start a new role on, on Monday, I believe, yes. on which Monday, uh, yeah. just for the purposes of the recording, this recording will probably go out about a week after that. So, uh, okay. so I hope your first yeah. week's gone well. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. But again, you know, I was through to uh, probably three, I, I did pull out of a couple of roles, but they all came from LinkedIn and the work I'd done on LinkedIn. So yeah. I was having more success from that than I was from the, than applying in the interview stage. So were people approaching you? Yes. Yes. Okay. So you were putting uh, content onto LinkedIn. You were writing, yes. you were doing videos. Yeah. More videos just kind of like, okay, this is me. It was like, it's kind of like a video CV, if you like, to some yeah. degrees without, without going into the war and peace on the companies I've worked for, because they can search on my seat on my LinkedIn and it's all, everything's on there. Okay. Yeah. It was to see me, like, this is me. This is what I can do. This is what I'm good at. This is what I enjoy. And kind of people like to see that kind of, like I said, they can then imagine what you would then be like within their business. Yeah. A little uh, bit. So that's, that's brilliant. And was that outside your comfort zone? Massively. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, if I could do, I mean, I deleted all the videos that, that didn't make it onto LinkedIn because um, I didn't want to accidentally upload them by mistake. But honestly, you could do a comedy video just, just by the outtakes. I was just thinking. I was just thinking to myself, have you not saved something for a blooper reel? Oh, it's honestly the the. the I don't think you could play it before Watershed. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> one of those. One of those where you get. Yeah. When I when I yeah. started this, when I started this in episode one, um, which I tried to record myself and ended up having to get uh, my friend Christine to uh, to do the video, do the recording with me, because I would start and I wanted it to be about ten or 15 minutes long just talking about me 
and my background and I'd get about 90 seconds in and then it would just be you'd need the bleeper machine because I would just keep tripping over myself but also as well like my first video that I did was three minutes long which was probably a little bit too long so then I kept it then to about 90 seconds yeah so just sharp quick this is me and it was because you know I can present to people all day in yeah. when I'm looking at them yeah but the minute you see yourself staring back at yourself yeah yeah so off-putting it is like, absolutely completely. yeah so, I know yeah. You, you you just don't sound or look like you think you do <laughs> No, <laughs> and especially with you when you're playing it back with your good old northern accent that I've got. It's just like <laughs> it's uh, brilliant though yeah. because it makes you stand out. I think it's fantastic. So so maybe I should give that a go. Maybe I should, uh, on top of doing this podcast, do a couple of personal videos. Absolutely, I would say you know what, not one size fits all. You have to do both. Yeah. But I kind of I slowed down on the applying, just applying, 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 and I put it more into videos and this is me so i did i balanced it it's about the balance so when you um just for anybody listening when you were sort of getting yourself ready did you write a script did you do it ad hoc <laughs> well uh yes no i didn't write a script because i didn't want to be robotic because yeah. that again that's not you no absolutely um, so i did have in front of me and a couple of times because i'm not a, a video expert a couple of times you could see me looking down kind of like my notes that i'd made so it was just like key points that i wanted to get across um, that i kind of just made myself a couple of little notes um to do that i mean i think suppose in hindsight i should have had a big board sitting at the back of me like <laughs> with it with it all scribbled on but i didn't have time to make that but uh yeah so i kind of had i had some keywords that i wanted to make sure that i got across in my video because you can be that um in, uh, you know in yourself and yeah. worried about what you're going to say sometimes you can just forget what you want to say uh, yeah yeah so absolutely it's just kind of having those those prompts that you've got but you know as you get you, you you can see a difference in my first video to my third video in the confidence that kind of and are they the are they all still on those ones still on linkedin if anyone went yeah looking? yeah absolutely yeah, so, so you're yeah, leaving yourself yeah. you're leaving yourself out there anyway <laughs> well i just think and also do you know <laughs> There's something I've really, I've been really lucky with in this. I know you say that it's quite a lonely world, is job hunting, and yes, it is. But I am so lucky with the people that I've surrounded myself with, um, in the terms of support. So I joined the coffee club with Nigel Mann, who you know, yeah, uh, yeah. Nigel did it. That was an absolutely brilliant support, and their connections that I would never have been able to do and make probably if it weren't for this. Uh, I, I agree. Nigel, Nigel has been brilliant. Nigel's in actually is in last week's episode. Um, yes. So, uh, so he's, uh, he's come on and, and done his piece, which has been fantastic support um, and doing his own thing as well, using LinkedIn live and, and, uh, yeah. and doing live videos with guests to, to promote himself, which I think is brilliant. 100%. And, you know, and, and I've made those connections and other people that run the group and hopefully there will be connections for a very long time to come. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, the networking side of it. But also, you know, I have a, a business mentor who, you know, has been absolutely amazing for me. So I can just chew the fat with them over business and things I'm doing. And do you think this is right? And they'll give me their thoughts. And then, it, you know, somebody to talk to on, who's on that side. And then also I have a, a coach, a personal coach. Yeah. Because when you get made redundant, you can lose your confidence. Yes. Um, you think, God, this isn't, you know, what have I done? You know, it's, I mustn't be very good. I mustn't be this, that, and the other. And so sometimes it, it clouds everything that you're thinking. Yeah. So I have a coach and they just, and I think also when you've been in a role for such a long time, you actually forget about what you do enjoy. 
and what yeah. you do, what makes you tick um, and what you get the buzz from. So I have a career coach as well, and well, a personal coach. And we just sat down and she's and like she just asked me to put in like percentages of where my life was and what I enjoyed and and as you're talking and you kind of get to think actually I really enjoy doing that that's that that really makes me quite passionate about it and so you start to be able to see your journey forward a little bit more clearly no and and again I I that's that's such a fantastic and important thing for people to do so when I um when I first started writing my CV and 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 was on this started this journey myself i i too have a a coach a, a friend of mine who coaches me through things is usually just on the yeah. other end of the other end of the line for me to moan at when things aren't when things aren't <laughs> working you but need that. everybody needs that he got me to write an article on linkedin and the basis of the article was look at looking at my cv and then looking at the jobs and picking out the things i most enjoy doing in yeah. each role and and then asking in the article for people to say well if if you if that's what you like why don't you look at this job and it was a, a really interesting exercise to do yeah absolutely and it just kind of makes you look at yourself and just kind of see what you it's a good time for reflection yes i think yeah when, when something like this because you get so caught up in the working world sometimes you can take a step back and just look at a little bit of reflection but it's also made me realize i want to help other people as i've been helped yeah you know, because i so think we all need that support pay it forward absolutely and yeah. i try and do a pay it forward every couple of weeks of people that have helped me in businesses and promote their business i think um, that's on, uh, that's such a that's such a good thing to be doing yeah so it, and you know yes selfishness it selfishly it makes me feel good but you know, if it makes me feel good giving something back, then you know, happy days on both sides. No, uh, no, it's it's absolutely right. It's excellent, excellent pieces of advice. So, if I sort of look look just back then at your search recently, and as you as a recruiter um, in your in your former roles, has there anything been that sort of uh, frustrated you in the world of job seeking? Applicant tracking systems aside, because I think they frustrate all of us. Yeah, I mean, if there's something that's that's come alive in this is it's it's been brought out the good in people. Yeah, but it's also been brought out the poor in people, and the ghosting is ridiculous. And you know, yeah, it, it, there's there's no need for it. There's you know, we're all adults. We can all take a no with rejection because they're not rejecting us. They're just rejecting you know this scenario. We're not we, maybe we're not right for the business. We're all adults and can take that. But I think there's such lack of um, probably experience that people don't know how to deal with it. So the best thing that they do is just don't deal with it. So I, I, I totally agree. I mean, I would rather just get a no, a rejection, yeah. because then I can kind of tick the job off. While I've got nothing, I don't know if that job's still in play or not on my, on my list of jobs I've applied for. Um, but do you think that the ghosting this year has become more of a thing for recruiters because there's just more people applying that they can't deal with the volume or is it something that's always been there but there's just no, so many people noticing just, it now i just think it's just poor management from people i you know I, I i traveled all the way down to london for a job interview it cost me 80 quid in petrol and i yeah. got zero feedback nothing that's harsh isn't it that's yeah. and you know that's not the first time I've I've travelled to a, an interview and had nothing back from the interviewer at all. Not a yes, a no, an indifference. Um, I've had people promising me a phone call and then just never bothered. I've sent them a message. They've just completely ignored me. Um, and you just and I, I think as well. I think what's really sad is you never know when you're going to come to when then people might need to to you to you in the future 
or you know such short-sightedness from their side as well to kind of completely ignore you because it leaves a bad taste in your mouth that you've been th- that that's happened yeah and so you know they're not doing their businesses any any favors for just taking a two-minute phone call or you know I pulled out the second interview last week because I'd been offered this role. But I wanted to phone the manager personally because I knew, and, you know, I'm connected with them on LinkedIn. I'd like yeah. to keep that relationship going going forward. You know, for my own reasons, I felt like the, the job I'd accepted was a much better fit for me personally. And so I explained that with regards to the second interview. And you know what? We left on great terms. They were very grateful that I give them a call. And everything's great. And that, you know, and that stands you in good stead in the future because what it, we don't know what the future holds. We don't know what 2021 exactly. is going to look like at the moment. Um, and, and you still want to keep positive. I agree. You still, I've got one, there's one role that, 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 that unfortunately I didn't get the role, but the, uh, the feedback was brilliant and the company yeah. wants to stay in touch with me. Um, and yeah. maybe, you know, maybe that'll lead to something in, in the future. So it's, it's, it's great. Um, and I think relationships yeah, are important. 100%. You've got to think about the future. Don't just think about the now. Uh, do you know, have that conversation. Somebody's taken the time out. You know yourself when you're looking for a job. Do you know, the sheer amount of time it takes to uh, prep for an interview, yeah. to get to an interview, the cost implications. If you're out of work, you know, money's likely tight. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the cost implications of getting to, to getting to where you're going. Um, do you know, that person does deserve two minutes of your time just to say, either something's changed or unfortunately decided to go with somebody else we just feel like they're a better fit for the company there's there's, there's ways and means of being able to let somebody down yeah. not just ignore them exactly and and also it's i think it's worth in, noting that just just because you didn't get that job it doesn't mean that you're 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 not good at what you're trying to do it just means no, that absolutely not. there was there's lots of different reasons why people don't get get a particular role they were going for uh, so just keep drying isn't it just keep keep and keep those relationships yeah. good and that's one of my videos you know i was seeing so many people putting out such negative um content on linkedin oh, i didn't get this role or you know and it was like okay take a step back okay it's not that you didn't it's not you didn't get the role it's just that you know the situation they yeah. felt that somebody they they've got to look at everything and see who's going to fit in their business uh, you know who's going to work for them they're not rejecting you they're yeah. just rejecting you know maybe what you have to offer at that current time um and so it's trying not to take it quite so personally yeah and just because it'll affect you and cloud your judgment it's tough to do though that isn't it sometimes 100%. You, you have high days and low days uh, and i know myself i've woken up some mornings and i have just not wanted to crawl out of the bed because i've just 100%. thought this this is yeah. just not working so you you it's t- it is tough to not take it personally but i think pe- we do have to sort of work on making sure we don't take it personally yeah and i think you know we're human at the end of the day and 100 yeah. percent, i've had days i have not wanted to get out of bed i've just felt like oh my god i'm letting my family down i'm laying this down yeah. do you know yeah uh, do you know i re- literally just want to be out working um i don't want to be sitting at home i'm no use to anybody sitting here at home i'm better out there and all sorts go through heads so you know on those days i may speak to a friend i'll take i'll take myself out for a walk i'll put my music in and i'll just feel a whole lot better when i come back before i start my content again and yeah. doing what i'm doing just don't be afraid to take some time out for yourself don't you know because that's acceptable that is you you should be doing that 
Yeah. So that actually leads me kind of into my last question, which I think you've probably already answered. I was going to say, you know, what tip would you give um, give people who are who are seeking and are in, in this situation? Stay positive. Yeah. Stay positive to the outside world, but surround yourself with with people that can help you. Yeah. You know, uh, and get that that connection and that network of people to be able to help you. And like I said, take some time off. Do not be sat in front of that computer. 24 7 because yeah. it will not do you any good it will not make you positive it will not bring out the best you go out for a walk get some fresh air get your music on chill out and then start again excellent excellent Catherine thank you thank you so much for your time it's been thank a brilliant you. conversation uh, one other question that's just popped into my head is slightly earlier on you said about uh, you know maybe looking at different roles and stuff like that so you know it might be the opportunity to step back and find something new to do is that's what happened with your new role are you going into something different or is it are you have you stayed in i'm still staying in hospitality uh, but just a completely different product so i'm not into i'm not into the coffee side of it anymore uh, or the product side of it really to be honest um so it's it is something a little bit different yeah that i'm going into and you know don't be afraid if you have to take a step back in your career to kind of go on a different path don't feel that that's failure because you're you're taking a step, a, a roll backwards to learn something new and go on a different a different career path. That's not I, failure. That's 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 progression. Know, great. That's, that is, that's that's resetting, isn't it? And I think the one yeah. thing that we've all learned from 2020 is resetting and starting again is a big thing. Yeah, absolutely. And don't be afraid to do it. And just you know, things will change. You know, this is only temporary. Things will change. Things will get better keep positive keep cracking on it'll work that's absolutely brilliant so uh you've you've been absolutely fantastic to have on really positive Uh, normally at the end of these shows i'm sort of saying to people or planning on saying to people good luck with your search but for you (laughs) good luck with your new role um thank you very much hopefully hopefully that this will this will be a fantastic role for you 2021 will be a, a a great year fingers crossed and you know what if it doesn't, I'll just keep going because that's all we can do. You've got so. an amazing attitude, amazing attitude. <laughs> so thank you for taking part in Deeply. Uh, deeply. Thank you very much. Thank you for taking part in Desperately. <laughs> might edit that bit. Thank you for taking part in Desperately Seeking Salary. Um, anybody else who would like, we'd really want to be talking to guests like Catherine, other people who are in our situation, people who are in recruitment, who can come onto the podcast and just make people feel like they're uh, they're part and parcel of the same uh, the same family. We're all on the same journey. Catherine, thank you for your time. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Take care. Take care. See you later. Bye.